0: It's your girl Nina Montañez.
1: Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is...
0: Sofrito Speaks.
1: Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. back. Sofrito si caballeros. Speaks. Damos si caballeros, y ustedes <laughs> out there. This is episode... Six. Five or six of season six. Um, this will be
0: the third subscriber episode.
1: Is it? I think this is the second.
0: No, there was one with me and you.
1: It might just be six.
0: Then chef, now me and you.
1: Period. So, episode six, and this week we got a cute little topic for y'all for the caldero talk. You know. Just a little something light. Like- um, but yeah, let's start with the first section of the show, which, which is, is Ed Cheese. the part of the show where we let you know what had you fucked up and hold you. What? I'm sorry.
0: What? <laughs> I'm going to start because it's so TMI, but I just feel like it's something more people need to talk about, and it shouldn't be this taboo. You wanna wanna know what have me fucked up this week? Fucking hemorrhoid, had me fucked up this week. <laughs>
1: Loca! I wasn't expecting that. That's why I started
0: laughing because I'm like, he's about to literally have a fucking conniption.
1: Hemorrhoids. But I'm gonna be oh. super honest.
0: <laughs> 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 Unfortunately.
1: Well, you live.
0: That's you what that's lift. what Sulma keeps saying, and I'm like, Mom, I don't feel lifting in my asshole. Like no, I'm no, not no
1: no. no, 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 no. I got a sph- sphincter. I think is what it's called. Basically, it's like a, it's a lesion around that area. Mm. Um, When I used to, like, back, like, when I was, like, 26, and I was going to the gym hardcore, and the doctor was like, you know, obviously they asked, you know, are you having penetration here? And I was like, no, absolutely not. And then he's like, well, do you go to the gym? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it's when you're lifting, because you don't notice, but that muscle is doing that, so it's putting all that pressure, so... It could be lifting, and that's where those come from, from all that buildup and pressure.
0: Which, Which is interesting, though, because, like, I literally, like, when I tell you guys I pay attention to my body, like, I pay attention to, like, what triggers what, what, whatever it for me what triggers it is when I'm not drinking a lot of water and when I am not eating as clean as I should be mm. so with the transition from one job to another I've just been like super lazy like whatever so I'm just like oh let me grab something quick I know
1: I saw that you like, went to the gym for the first time thinking two three weeks no no weeks? I've
0: been going to the gym but I haven't lifted
1: oh, okay, in okay. three
0: weeks because, I was like, I don't know I strained the muscle my what in, in the my back. depression no literally <laughs> it was depressing that I couldn't go as hard as I want to go because I look at everybody else and I'm like damn <laughs> they form is all the way fucked up but they me. Good. while i'm at
1: the gym i ask my trainer i'm just like talking mad shit the whole time he's like bro you're you're never gonna i'm like i don't give a fuck anymore i'm done i've checked out i checked out in 2020 we're good
0: <laughs> yo nah like no bullshit but i was just like yo like this this time around it normally happens like every couple months But that's normally when I fall off. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, I had McDonald's. I was eating Wendy's. When I start to eat processed, heavy processed Mm. food like that, my body is like,
1: stop. I could see that.
0: Stop, like, knocking on me, like, stop. We're about to fuck you up. And it absolutely (laughs) fucked me up. And I was, like, constipated. I couldn't go for a while. And then when I finally decided to go, I have to push because... It, yeah. And then straining that is the fucking worst. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna air my own shit out, literally, um, on this episode because I'm like, I feel like more like there's more people that can relate than there than there are not facts. But it's just something that we don't talk about. Um, so that's what my hammer went. me fucked up this week like, to the know. point where like I couldn't sit down. Like Ay, sitting chi-chi. burned. Like I was like, this sucks. I'm trying to I adjust.
1: have. If you if you think I'm doing a lot right now, I'm just trying, to, trying adjust. to adjust the mic I and have, not
0: unplug it. Um, I is it suppositories? Like, this looks like a little bullet and like, that's o- like the M- extreme OMG, wait,
1: wait, wait for, so that you can um pass stool? No, it, it
0: helps soften it as yeah. well as like helps um aid the Can we works. talk about the
1: time when I did have that um issue down there and I didn't know that you had to insert? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're just putting it between your cheeks and letting it nah, sit Nah, bro,
1: I swallowed that shit. <laughs> Girl, the first pill I swallowed. And I was like, this is a bit, this pill is shaped a bit weird. Like, wow, the texture. I'm like, it's so smooth. And I'm like, they should make all pills like this. They should all come this smooth and nice and oval goes down the throat. Nice and smooth, baby. And then like three hours went by and I'm like. It's Your stomach out still. didn't hurt? Um, No. No. He Although this...
0: Basically, that he swallowed Preparation H.
1: <laughs> I was literally like... And then I'm like, maybe I should read the instructions. Because I tend to do that. I tend to just do things without reading the instructions. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, then I'm like, I'm going to read those instructions. And it was, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, Pun let me just put the next two up in there real quick. <laughs>
0: But a little embarrassing-ass story when I was traveling. <laughs> when I was coming back from Mexico. It's a shitty episode. You're <laughs> so stupid. Um, so whenever I travel, that I tend to become constipated. My body's like, ooh, new space. We're not going nowhere. Um, so I always have preparation. It HD has cream. trouble letting go.
1: No. <laughs> the stupid. memories. <laughs> <laughs> Remember home.
0: Yo, uh, but yeah, like it's hard for me to go. If I can go within the first 24 hours of be being, uh, being somewhere, I know I'm good for the rest of the trip. If after 24 hours I haven't gone yet, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a... I know it's going to be a, a shit show. How many days were here? <laughs> it's been three. My stomach hurts really bad. <laughs> I need to go. Um But yeah, And the so. alcohol,
1: you, do you... Well, do you... I've, I mean, do you drink when you're on vacation? Not a lot. Okay, because I feel like the alcohol I'll probably have like one or two, that.
0: but no, nah, it, it has helped me. Yeah. Like by the next day, the next morning, I'm like, oh, dads, <laughs> day after drinking shits, um, I be hype. <laughs> but anyways, so we're getting to the airport. We're going through um customs or whatever and I know I have nothing over said ounces that you could have in your bag, Period. so whatever. I'm like a very wise traveler. Like, you're not gonna catch same, me slipping.
1: Same, So, I ain't paying no 35 You know what
0: I mean? Like, and I don't, my, my thing is I, wherever I go, what I pack, I will literally, side note, I'll pack like two pairs of jeans, a pair of sweats, a pair of shorts, but then I'll have multiple tops, and they're all interchangeable, so I can make multiple outfits. Because I am not—I'm not checking a bag. I'm not checking a bag. I am a carry-on bitch. Why? Because right when that plane lands, I want to get the fuck out the air. Actual. <laughs> like,
1: I want to go. People be like, "Oh, I gotta wait for."
0: Wait. What do you mean? You wait, your bag. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my Why god. Why did you
0: check your bag? While I you said, do that, I'm, I'm gonna wait outside. No, thank you. <laughs> no zaras. So um we're going through, they stopped my bag, my my um I had my personal and then my carry-on. My personal bag, they stopped it. And I'm like, what the fuck is in my personal bag? Like I could not I was racking my brain as to what they opened my makeup bag. Mm. I had like a little like not my makeup bag, but like my little pouch. pouch and there's pouch. like a pouch inside of the pouch. It's that had like those Russian figurines. You know what I mean? Basic, <laughs> basically they're, there like, they're just no, so it, it was the bigger pouch and then there was the one inside that had um I think I had like pads, tampons. Preparation H, wipes, whatever. I had like all of that inside. Okay. And I'm like, what? My friend's looking at me. I'm looking at her. We're both like, bitch, what is in there? They pull out the the suppository. Is that what it's called? They they pulled it out. And it looks like, it's shaped like a little bullet. It's in a little silver package. They pulled it out. And the guys are just, they're literally just holding and staring at it. And I looked dead at them. And I said, I have hemorrhoids.
1: (laughs) It's the T it's the TMI everywhere she's going for me.
0: Because they're looking at me like they're about to tackle me in the airport. Get the guard dogs to I have M bitch. Put that shit back in that money that for the flight. Thank you. <laughs> like they and they literally immediately were like, Aye, Ay. <laughs> dropped it mad quick. <laughs> like that one wasn't in my ass. Judgment.
1: Judgment. The judgment from the, you know what I mean, the Mexican T S A.
0: Yo. But yeah, that's what had me fucked up this week.
1: Grrr. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it really had you fucked up, but
0: it had me fucked up. I was hurting. It
1: was it was about the colon, baby. It was. Um, this week for me, it was okay. I mean, New York was was <gasps> That's pretty right. chill. It was pretty chill. Chill.
0: You should watch the story. This man was. I mean, I had a good time. Life. I
1: didn't party as much as I wanted to. Um, I was traveling with somebody who's mentality is just a little bit older than mine and i'm like okay well noted um
0: you no longer traveling with me removing no we can
1: travel together but i need to bring more people um when i go somewhere i like to think of like who's you know i like to you know go through people of like who's gonna be good who's gonna be whatever so we had a good time but um i wish i could have done more um it was very touristy very touristy like I was just like over that aspect because I was like, uh, like New York feels like home when I go. So it's like, I don't know. I I don't really care to see the Brooklyn Bridge, but I'll do it, I guess. Um, (laughs) And yeah. And then I I also packed very light. I packed like I uh, apparently I packed every underwear and sock I had with no clothes.
0: (laughs) Because when I got
1: into the hotel and I opened my luggage, I'm like, I'm like, so you didn't bring clothes. You brought the jeans you have on, another pair, and two shirts.
0: <laughs> for how long were you? Long were I was you there know? for
1: five days.
0: I least you had clean panties.
1: I was like, first thing we got to do, obviously, is hit up H&M and hit that sales section. Like, it was God's gift to me. And I definitely... Uh, Did it bless you? Did it bless you? Yeah. I went through my whole entire check. Um, no regrets. Honestly, I ate beautifully. <laughs> I was eating like... I'm like, yo, you want to go there? Let's go there. Let's go here. Um, I just was like, I'm I'm on vacation. Like, let's just have a good time. Right. Um, I needed a break. And then this past week, um, it was light work.
0: Did you talk to your boss about shorty from last week? Throwing Skittles at you? No.
1: uh, No, I didn't. I had to, like, really. I wanted to. I wanted to. Um, But then I was just like, you know, then this is just going to cause all of this extraness. We're in the process of getting a new program director. Um, who's starting soon. And I just didn't want to be in any type of negative light that I'm already in mm. because B, the way that I am looked <laughs> at this job, um, but I honestly don't care. Cause it's like, I'm just here to fucking make this money and just get the fuck out. Right. But yeah, that did have me fucked up. I did. Um, I am, you know, just a little bit more reserved now. And like they have like a Christmas party coming up, and I'm gonna try to figure out if I can get out of that by like saying, "Oh, I have an appointment. I need to leave. Sorry."
0: Yo, let me know. Just send a text, call, and I'll call you. Oh my god, you going to go and get you me, I'm
1: gonna figure decide. something out because I told my coworker,
0: "Send my car I don't know I need to I told my coworker, my co-worker "I'm like, I I I'm,
1: co-worker, I'm, like I'm like, loga yo no You know allá And she's like, "Why? It's just the Christmas party. is gonna be fine." I'm like, "For you. For you." I went to the Halloween party. I think I don't know if I said it on the last episode. I went to the Halloween party. No, I didn't hear on the last episode. No, um you weren't here. I went to the Halloween party and I did have a good time. They did a scavenger hunt. My team won, period. Um and the food baby. Okay, so potlucks. It's potluck season, you know what I'm saying? Like so I'm like going to the table and I'm like, you know what? I'm like telling myself like, yo, just have a clear mind, you know, trust, you know, trust the food is going to be all good. I said, please, Lord, I didn't bring lunch today. I'm, I'm not trying to spend money on my lunch. I went up to that food, baby. First of all, everything looked OK, but then I looked extra hard and I was like, I'm just like, <laughs> mind you, everyone's behind me and I'm like like my eyes all shit fucking squinting here. I found hair in three dishes. <gasps> I mm-hmm. was like, you know what? Somebody bought pizza, we're having two. I brought donuts, I'm going to eat that. Um whatever is packaged, that's what I'm going to enjoy. Uh somebody did bring cookies, homemade cookies and I opened it up and I like I even shook the thing to see if any hair. Uh I mean, I guess you when you go to restaurants the same thing happens, but I just, I don't know. I feel like if, you, if you're if you cooking and you're bringing it and it's supposed to be, like, a special dish, like, why is there hair in it? Like...
0: Is it was like, a pet hair or... No,
1: so the, so the meatballs, which I wanted to try because they were like, these are my, you know, you know white people, they got the world-famous dishes, which has never been anywhere. Um, so they're like, oh, you know, these are my world-famous meatballs. And I'm like, all right, girl, we're doing a lot. You've only, like,
0: do, you've only been to Haverland back. World-famous? World-famous. Two cities. Yeah!
1: <laughs> Um, so I wanted to try them and then like everyone went towards them and I watched one of my coworkers grab the meatballs and when she sat down I was like, Girl, did you in Spanish because hmm. you know, so I'm like, Did you look at the meatballs? And she's like, Yeah, they look good and I'm like, Girl, there's like a whole weave up in there, like every meatball came with its own CIA wig. Like, what are we talking? <laughs> <Yo. about?" laughs> I was not I was not <laughs> I was looking at that shit like, "Oh, ah! <laughs> what is <do you> <laughs> it?" Let me tell y'all, the potluck, the potluck game is changing. Um, I'm going to another potluck from my other job. I think in 2 weeks.
0: You but you've been to you guys have had multiple like and you so yeah, you never every, reported anything bad.
1: Yeah, no. The Mo- so. the Movement City potlucks are really good. Um they bring really good food and i be eating, baby i uh, be, you know, you,
0: you free. Yes, I am for the potluck. OK,
1: let's go. <laughs> I and, always um, get like the scraps. I like okay. it, too, because it's with the pa- the parents of the kids. Yeah. So like they usually have these activities like we haven't done one in like two years because of the pandemic and everything. But last time we did a, an activity where the parents had to like write a poem. It was really sweet. It's these really sweet moments that you're just like, yo, when I was a kid, I wish I had like mm. something like this to share with my mom. And then the kids are just like funny and it's f- cool to be. Yeah. Just a normal person with them and not their instructor yelling at them. It's it's a really cool. Hello. Awesome. <laughs> mm.
0: Listen, multiple things have me fucked up this
1: week. Okay. Let's bounce it. Let's bounce it. Let's, listen, bounce let's just it. go back and forth. This is the forth. whole point of a subscriber episode. We are giving y'all the juice. The
0: juices. The juices. So I sat in this little DEI, training, diversity, equity, and inclusion, diversity, inclusion, and equity, whatever you want to call it.
1: I should sat- make, you know what they should. Sorry to cut you off. They should make these trainings like a legal training report card that if you do it in one company, you don't have to do it in the other.
0: No, like no bullshit.
1: Because it's annoying. Uh,
0: when I tell you. Starbucks was I, two weeks. When I tell you this was only Star- this was only four hours.
1: Starbucks was two motherfucking weeks of training for that. De- how to? I was like, how are you going to tell me how I should treat myself?
0: I think y'all need to learn how to treat me i'm not the problem no you know what i mean and that's the shit i'm like whose ego are we stroking in these meetings because i'm not confused so i'm i'm sitting and then i'm listening whatever whatever they were like so we started off the meeting with i was like yo kudos to y'all wow you guys have people of color that are presenting that's what's up that's what i was looking hard for because ain't no way you gonna have somebody this side of the hand trying to tell me about me ain't gonna happen baby i'm not gonna be listening you know what i mean so I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, they, they asked, we're going to create a, we're going to create a safe space a brave space. I'll put that okay.
1: That's the setup. That is right. the setup. When they say safe space, I'm like, bitch, you snitching. So y'all snitch. So, Who's so, snitching? The safe ones. Y'all snitching. <laughs>
0: so, oh, yeah, we turned up for this episode. So people were calling out like, what makes a safe space? You know, like, oh, you know, seek to seek to understand rather than be understood. Blah, 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 blah. blah. So I raised my hand and I said boundaries. They're like, oh, can you elaborate on that? Said, so, yeah. <laughs> if you are in this meeting and someone says something that makes you uncomfortable and/or you might not like, one, check your ego, and two, understand that immediately after this meeting, during lunch, is not the time for you to run up to that person to ask them what they meant. Respect their boundaries. They said what they
1: said. Ooh, right? That wasn't received.
0: Oh, it was. Everybody right. was like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. Ie, I'm about to say some shit and at lunchtime, I don't want
1: nobody coming up to me to ask me. Nina comes with a manual and she's letting you know. No, I'm going to give you all a blueprint. (laughs) Basically, I was saying
0: that for myself because I'm like, I'm going to say some shit. I know that I am respectfully. However, I don't need you tapping me on my shoulder while I'm getting my salad to ask me to clarify. Okay, because I'm not going to do it. Okay, you know what I mean? So whatever. There are just some certain positions that I don't feel should be in these rooms for these kinds of conversations because they shift the conversation because some people might be afraid to speak what they actually have on their mind because these said people are in the room. But I digress. That could be my notes for them when I'm like, if you can do this again, these people cannot be in the room, period. Okay. so we start off with like, who are you? People start saying, like, oh, I'm a mother, I'm a I'm a sister, I'm a wife, I'm You're this. My son, that. bitch. Stupid. Um, so whatever. So, okay, everybody like kinda got to know each other on a different level. Okay. I'm looking around the room. I noticed that there's only minus the presenters, there's all of four, maybe five people of color in this room. All women. Okay. Bet. So whatever, they're going on, they're talking and talking and talking. We finished the whole presentation. I'm trying to figure out how we got from point A to point B. Because I'm like, are we talking about... We started talking about the community, and I'm like, the community is diverse. We are not represent representative of our community. But there's other issues happening within these four walls that have nothing to do with the community. Hence why we're having this conversation. But we sugarcoated it and covered it to be about the community and who we serve. So we get to the tail end of everything. They ask, oh, what did we like about this? I'm sitting there. please, God, let them ask. Let them ask. What did you dislike? Because if you, I, if it's a prompt, I'm going to answer it. Why? Because it's on the screen. We put it on the screen. Oh, I bet. Everybody said, like, oh, you know, it was so nice to get to know about other people and learn that, you know, some people like this and blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to the second one. And mind you, I'm looking around the room, like, trying not to roll my eyes. I have to literally just, like, Cause I know, I know that there are eyes that are on me watching, watching me specifically. Okay. I don't say I don't say I'm a troublemaker. I'm not a troublemaker, but I absolutely create ripples with what the things that I say. I'll say like a small comment, but it'll ripple out, and then for some reason people. But I love it
1: though. I love it though because I'm the same way at my job. Like they they look at me when they when they talking about shit like this, and I'm just there like, hmm. Your face says it all, right? So and I when you're act- that bitch, I
0: had to actually fix my face. So I'm like, okay. So then they get to, oh, what did you dislike about this? And I'm like, well, what there. happened? Bro. No, no, no. So I had to sit back. I said, let me see if someone else is gonna say something. Let me see. Let me see. I, I, it was probably like a good like 15 seconds of just like sitting in silence. And then the other girl that sat across from me, I saw her hand was about to go up, and I only sat out the corner of my eye because of the color of the shirt she was wearing was super bright. So I see her hand going up, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just be brave. And I threw my hand up they were like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was like, you know, I'm young, but I've sat through my fair share of these trainings. And what I notice tends to happen, we start off like we want to change something, and then it ends up spiraling off into something completely different. Where I understand the need for the community and this, that, and the third and all that is great. The reason we're having this is because there's not enough diversity within our leadership. There's not enough diversity. There's not enough inclusion within our leadership. There's not enough equity. Why, why are different sites with the same position, same title, all making different money? That's the problem with equity. They're not equally being paid for the same job that they're doing based off of their parameters and what surrounds them. You know what I mean? And I was like and it's one of these as I don't feel like I feel like a lot of people held back on what they could have should have or would have said if there were certain people that weren't in the room I shouldn't fear I shouldn't be sitting here shaking in my boots because I feel like I'm gonna lose my job because you asked a prompt and I'm answering this said prompt I shouldn't feel uncomfortable speaking my truth we say you know be in our truth be be who we are but at what cost if it makes you uncomfortable then I can't be who I am because it made the next person uncomfortable and guess what? That person that I made uncomfortable sits in a position of power who yeah. can now dangle my job in my face because they don't like what I had to say when it's more of a reflection of what and who they are versus what I am saying. That's not fair in these spaces. So if we're really going to create these kinds of spaces, we really need to lift the veil and it needs to be an honest conversation about what it needs to be about. We keep putting a band-aid over these things, but we're not getting to the root of the problem. Who's above us? Yes. Because then it trickles down to who's below us crickets Mm.
1: (laughs) mic drop
0: you know what i mean and i articulated it in that way so it's like you cannot be mad at what i'm saying because it was professionally said if you feel uncomfortable you need to check your ego at the door when these conversations are being had if you feel uncomfortable you feel attacked it's because something somebody said made you feel that way but that wasn't their intent you know what i mean so it's like and i've and i i had to damn near to get my job that I have now, I was damn, I damn near had to jump through hoops just to get it back because their perception of me from the past was ego-driven, ego-based. It wasn't that, oh, I did a phenomenal job in my position. It wasn't that my numbers were great. It wasn't that my retention and staff was, was phenomenal. It was none of that. No. Ultimately, yes, that's what got me the position again, but... It was how I made people feel when I asked these kinds of questions and or made them uncomfortable in a way that they've never felt before that they felt I was disrespectful when I look back in my time I was never disrespectful I just asked questions and you didn't like that I was asking questions that was never a me thing that was a you thing. You and I was not gonna sit here and be made to fear these people because they have said position. I'm not, baby. Right. I'm sorry. Are you right. Jesus Christ in the flesh? Right. Guess what I did. I left and found another job. Guess what I would do. What I what I'll do if I have to do it again. Find another job. Like I'm back because I want to be back. But what you're not gonna do is hold it over my head.
1: Exactly.
0: How I used to be. You know exactly. what I mean. And the thing is, now I feel like. I'm worse than because I can articulate myself in a manner at which might actually be more lethal than the way I articulated myself before because I'm going to do it with a smile on my face. (laughs) Ding. So that had me fucked up this week.
1: Well, that was a boatload.
0: You know what I mean?
1: With all that being said, let's close this section off and head over to our next section, which is. Ay, Ay, bendito.
0: I bendita. So, I bendita was a part of the show where we're going to let you know about any local news and media headlines that stood out to us and yeah. kind of dive into those things and like talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. So, I know you always got something for us. So, what you got for yeah, us? Yeah.
1: So, um, if this loads. So, according to. So according to WCVB5, ABC, Boston, um, new inspection sticker rules in effect for vehicles registered in Massachusetts. So motor vehicles, <coughs> excuse me, Motor vehicles passing uh, required inspections in Massachusetts will now get a new sticker with the month the last sticker expired rather than the month the actual inspection was done, according to the registry of motor vehicles. So, Hold on, <coughs> run that shit back. Run that shit back. What? Yeah, yeah. So, I had to sit there, I was like, "What?" But I don't think a lot of people know about this. So, this is why I, I wanted to mention it. Um, any vehicle owner late in getting a vehicle inspection beyond 1 year from the last inspection will no longer get a sticker displaying the month the new inspection occurred. So, basically, how I'm understanding it is uh, you have to basically the end of the month. Like, let's say if it was due today, uh, you have to the end of the month of November to get the inspection, right? Yeah. So now they're not doing it like that. Technically, you're supposed to get it done the month before. So now your inspection sticker will reflect the date, the date that you got the inspection instead of the uh mm-hmm. Yeah, So if like I
0: that. got it October 31st, I have to get it October 31st of next year? By before
1: October 31st. So they're doing this to prevent people having that extra month. Which makes no that fucking makes no fucking sense. sense.
0: Cause my uh, my registration expired in October, and I went maybe three. I went that Friday.
1: Before. Honey, I went a month and a half. Oh no,
0: I went. I, went I that said point.
1: I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see what. I'm gonna see
0: what. Oh the, no, 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 no! I don't wait. Like I'm <laughs> like, oh, I to me, I'm like, oh, I have within that month to get my inspection done. So now that's how can't, I've been operating. It's not it.
1: that anymore. So I, mean. I don't know. And now, so basically, also there's a. They will no longer be providing you a uh, vehicle report, um, inspection report. The sticker will now come with a USB, I mean, a A QR code. QR code, sorry. And you will scan that and that will give you a digital. When is that going to affect? So it started already this month, November. So they're going to start doing it. I just Um, got mine done. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that because they're going to start, obviously, now this is a new law, this is a little loop. To kind of fuck people over into shit. So now, th- obviously, didn't, you didn't hear about it anywhere. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, is this is So they're like, gonna start pulling people over for this. So just be on the loop. If you wanna know more about it, mm-hmm. um, the wcvb.com website definitely has a whole article about it that I only read the first two paragraphs and I already gagged. So I was like, <laughs> noted. <laughs> um, <laughs> on another note, you know, I like my, my space talk. Um. So, v- uh, Vice is reporting that scientists discover huge extragalactic structure in hidden region of space, which is pretty cool, but it's also concerning. So, scientists have discovered a huge extragalactic structure hidden behind the Milky Way in a mysterious area of the sky known as the Zone of Avoidance. So, I don't know if anybody, like... Is also into space talk or whatever, but on TikTok, there's like this explanation of like how really tiny Earth is (laughs) compared to like you know the whole entire space system. And it's kind of crazy that they're just now discovering, like, when I think about that video and I think about them finding this structure, like, so there's something hiding behind the Milky Way who can be possibly like they didn't say what it is. I read the whole article, they didn't say what it is, but it's like a structure, so I'm thinking like. It could be a rock. It could be another planet. Like, Mm. we don't know exactly what it is. um, But that just, like, I always love bringing up space because it's, like, it's just a subtle reminder that you are, like, a grain. Yeah. Less Compared to everything out there. And, um, yeah. So, (coughs) I have those two. Do you have anything?
0: Um, Oh. um, Go ahead.
1: Offset died. Um, No, not Offset. Oh,
0: Takeoff. Take off, my
1: bad. Don't cancel me. Uh Takeoff died and um Aaron Carter died yesterday.
0: I saw that. Which is
1: pretty trippy. Like I didn't know how to feel ab- I mean, I didn't know how to feel about Takeoff. Uh I'm not a big Migos fan. But I I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it a buck I only know of Offset and Quavo. True. But I did know that Takeoff was the more uh quiet and just calm and collective. The stories are absolutely insane. The fact that you know, as a celebrity, as a person that already has so much access to money, you're still out there gambling is insane. In the me.
0: streets. What were they doing? Um <coughs> playing CeeLo? Uh, Jesus Christ. What? It was like CeeLo or something like that.
1: They were <coughs> no, they weren't in the streets. They were playing they were gambling. I don't know what, what they were playing. I don't know any of the games. But there was but a
0: picture that was released of like a body just laying there and it looked like a like a like a tunnel almost. Like Yeah, they
1: were like in a in a hall or something. Yeah. I like, think like I think it was a casino or something. Oh, okay. Um uh, you know, but the story goes is that, well, from what I was, what I heard, um, the bodyguard of uh, of Quavo and Takeoff, Jesus Christ, I'm messing up all these names, um, actually was the one who ended up shooting Takeoff by accident. Oh. And that's how this went down. Um, obviously, I wasn't there, so I'm reporting, obviously, alleged news. Yeah. Um, and then for Aaron Carter, he was found in a bathtub in Hollywood. And if anybody... Has been following Aaron Carter. He's been going through depression, pretty much his whole life. He was a child star, and uh, basically became an adult OnlyFans content creator. And no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he was doing OnlyFans and very proud of it. Um,
0: Good for him.
1: And yeah, he just had a baby, and uh, I think, a, you know, I think he committed suicide. So. I don't know. It's a crazy time. Celebrities are dropping like flies,
0: flies
1: right now. Literally. Uh, so, yeah, and it's crazy because just to see people online like leaving their comments and stuff, and I'm just like, wow.
0: People suck, yo. People <laughs> suck. <laughs> wow. No bullshit. People wow. suck.
1: Um, I don't know anything else. Nah,
0: fam. I got nothing.
1: I have. I got nothing. Nothing I'm trying to see if I saved anything, but I did not. Well. Well, then I guess that ends that section. We'll head over to our next section, which is Caldero Caldero Talk.
0: talk, and this is the part of the show where we're gonna give you the meat, <laughs> and we're gonna dissect uh, and discuss the topic. And you I'm know, I'm excited for this
1: week's I, I, talk. I know that you, you are, are because subscribers are. In you for a
0: absolutely week. can speak to this. Uh, me on on some kind of level. Um, but yeah, so learning to leave your hometown yes. in your 20s. Yes. Um. I think the most I for think me...
1: I, w- I want to take that back and learning to leave your hometown, period. Yeah. I think that we labeled it on our, in our 20s. Um,
0: and then you think, like, it's over, that's it. That's yeah, just, like, just after just 20 like I'm in like my last year in my 20s. Like, do I got to move tomorrow <laughs> in order <laughs> to, like, ah, fulfill that? You can definitely no. leave
1: at any time. I mean, depending on your situation and your responsibility. But yeah. um, I think especially for us who we are young, single, mm. um People living in this world, we can definitely just pick up tomorrow and just be like, all right. I mean, if our savings are OK, whatever you're comfortable moving with, then we can definitely do that. Yeah. You know, some some situations is, is, is a little bit more. You know, you got to plan it out. But I definitely am voting for yes. Leave your hometown. I mean, I try to advocate that to the kids. To Yo, leave. I had
0: that conversation with one of my staff. She's only 17 and she's going she's starting to fill out her um, application applications for college and I, i'm like where do you want to go and she's like oh Not go. here no no no, no. she want to go to a university but it's close yeah. um and i was like it's only like 20 minutes away um and so i'm like okay like if they offer you a full scholarship by all means yes do that um and then i was talking to her i was <clears> like oh like if then i was like and if they offer you a full scholarship cause she wants to be a female in stem a latina in stem um so with that um there's going to be a lot of money in it for her because there was not a lot of people in that in that field let alone a lot of women so i was telling her i was like oh you should you should definitely take this time study abroad like if if you if you're not coming out of pocket for it yo use that money like go place she's like i don't want to travel i said hold on it's
1: such a i was offended minded. i said yeah. what do you mean
0: you don't want to travel yeah. listen This Thanksgiving, I'm going back to Michigan. Let's go back to last year when I said I (laughs) wasn't going back to Michigan. Baby, I'm going back. Why? Because I get to travel. I get to get my ass on a plane, and I get to travel. And with that, I get to do other things this time around. So I'm, like, hyped about it, you know? But, like, little things like that, like... I love getting to the I, – I love the airport. I'm not going to hold you. I love the airport. and There might be not many people that do, but I love the airport, especially if I'm there on time. Well, you're a responsible traveler. I got, so. Yeah, I am. Thank you. That's why I love the airport. I am there two hours early. I'm
1: never phased. I always book early morning yep. flights. I learned my lesson with this Puerto Rico trip. Like, this is why you never break that rule. I always book early morning flights because that midday shit, that afternoon, like, honey, you see how they switched up on me and I was like – I was waiting in line for two hours and I had to really like test, like, have I, li- have I healed? Because I really want to turn up right now, but I'm not. I'm not. Right I'm now. not going to turn up right now. I'm going to right
0: wait. Right. But having that conversation with them, we are like, oh, you should study abroad. And she, in her mind, There's studying a fly abroad here. for her, mental there is note. a fly. It's Just a, it's mental
1: note. I, I've been trying to get rid of it. It's, I don't know. But
0: so if you see our. El cuarto um, ta
1: limpio. So no venga con eso. It came in through the window. We had the window open. It's
0: dirty outside. <laughs> it's dirty outside. It's dirty outside. Um, so when we were talking, I was like, why don't you want to study abroad? And she's like, oh, I don't know, like, that, I'm, I'm going to be in STEM. Like, what's the point? And I was like, girl, there are, there are medical advances, scientific advances that are happening not just in the U.S. Like, we are last on the, like, we are late to the game in terms of medical right. advancements. Like, if you're going to be in the medical field, Go study abroad. If you're gonna be any just study abroad. Even if you go to do your gen eds abroad. Algo, I don't know. Study abroad. In her mind, it's you have to be in fashion. That's why you would go to Paris, you know. Um yeah, it's so like limited it's limit, like they think it's limited. But no, you there are other you can check out other institutes while you study abroad. Like and I literally was like, Please, 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 like Oh, like if you're gonna if you're if you don't ever want to travel again okay seize the opportunity when you are in college because you have nothing else to worry about I was like, you want to know what's waiting for you and i used to say, hey oh my mom said this to me a you want to know what's waiting for you on the other side of that work you're gonna clock in and out in and out in and out in and out and hopefully i pray that you have the job that you want you know you you chase after your dreams <laughs> you get you get where you want to get to but 35
1: years when a you, job
0: yeah, <laughs> when but when you are in it, just like make sure you are embracing the culture and I was like in travel and I was like, and I'm not talking about just take DR. OK, mm. because that's something you do every summer. You mm. do that, you know, go like go to go to Europe, go to Australia, go to India, go to go to Japan, like go, Let's to, go to Africa. Uh, you know what I mean? Shit, I did. I loved it. I want to go back and uh, even just explore the U.S. and not dicket New York. Yeah, love. Yeah, love you, New York but a lot of the kids here are so close-minded into yeah. thinking it's boston new york boston new york dr boston new york dr puerto rico maybe but it, that's it there is other life outside of but don't say you don't like it because your family has made you feel scared to do anything and or leave their home which was brings mm. us to our topic mm. leaving your home college alone is different for a lot of us because we are so Used to being sheltered and kept under our parents' wings. And I know a lot of people that got full rides to fucking school and their parents were like, You're not going that far.
1: That's insane.
0: You're not going that far. Giving up full scholarships to end up not that community college is bad. Giving up full scholarships because their parents to go to community college because their parents did not want them to leave. I'm glad Sulma said, bye, help me pack my shit, <laughs> drop me off. Because I was two hours away, and even that was a culture shock. Granted, I'm used to being around Hispanics, and I went to a predominantly white school. So that was, that was a culture shock for me. I was just like, oh, this what y'all be doing right here? Like, that's crazy. It's wild. Oh, my God. Um, and then I moved out at 20. The first time I moved out, I was 23? 23 moved out for the first time. And I only moved to Salem, New Hampshire. Not Dika Salem. Manchester, New Hampshire. It was Manchester only 30 minutes. Big,
1: Manchester is it's a different. big shock. I lived it's there different. for two weeks.
0: It's different.
1: Okay. It's different. But I, I mean, it. it was it
0: was a good experience. Like, I learned to budget my money. I had an apartment. I, was n- I never had to ask anybody to spot me for whatever reason. Like, Sulma was to the point where I didn't even, like, I didn't call her. Like, mommy knows. Like, when I move out i don't look back and it's so bad like the only time i would go home was if there was like holidays christmas mind you i was only 30 minutes away i was only 30 25 30 minutes away and i i didn't call my mom i didn't i didn't go home like nothing like once i'm on my own i'm on my, I'm on my own and for my mom that's a lot she's like damn like this girl don't, really don't need me. My mom paid my rent two different times in the year because she was mm. like, you got to need me for something. I didn't ask her to do that. She didn't pay my whole rent. She gave me my half of the rent to give to my roommate. Yeah. And I was like, no, mommy, that's okay. Like, I have the money. She's like, no, 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 no. Like, that way so you could plan a trip or something. But she was like, I have to have some type of hand in this life <laughs> because you literally have not <clears throat> left the door open for me. This time around, it'll look different when I do move out, you know, God willing. However, I I don't see me staying in Massachusetts. Yeah. And that feeling is getting stronger and stronger. You know what I mean?
1: Times two. And I don't know how to
0: explain that, but like, it's like, I don't know where I'm being pulled. It's not here anymore.
1: It's it's a weird feeling because it's like, I have been wanting to leave. Y'all have been hearing me since the start of this podcast. Like, I'm leaving here. I'm leaving this summer. Um, and, you know, it's a weird feeling because... Although I have left before, I've left twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I've left to New York, I've left to L.A., and I ended up right back here. And so you, most people would be like, maybe that's a sign. Maybe you should. But No, um, I take it as a
0: reset because we have that luxury to come back thank to our you. families. Thank
1: you. And I literally had to explain this to someone like, I have the luxury of having a parent who is like... Who loves me and is like, home. you can come home. Come Your home, room is there. Do what you need to do. You know, as long as you work, as long as you support yourself, I'll give you a room, but you got to take care of yourself. Like, you're mm. a grown man. You got to find a job. And I always come home. I'm always on my P's and Q's, like, two jobs, you know. Uh, this time around, it was like, get a car, get my license, like, get these last little minute things that I should have gotten when I was younger, but mm. I didn't have the maturity to do. Mm-hmm. So um, this time around, I'm just kind of ready to find something different. Mm. And I think that's what's taking so long because it's like I'm I am I know where I want to go and I don't want to say it, but I know where I want to go. Um, I just don't know. No, I'm I, I'm just super fucking scared. I'm terrified. Um, I'm terrified because I'm going to be somewhere where the language obviously is somewhere that I'm familiar with. Um, but I have to learn a lot. Um, I actually have one of my friends. Um, him and I are like practicing Spanish, so we only text in Spanish. We only voice note in Spanish, um, just cause like I don't have anybody that I really just talk Spanish with. And mm. he's the same boat. Like he knows no Spanish, and he's Puerto Rican. And he's like, Yo, I feel so like untapped for my culture, cause i don't know spanish and so i was like yo let's just challenge each other and every time we text every time we talk
0: and a side note yeah. can we please stop making fun of people who don't speak spanish fluently because that wasn't the predominant language in their household Period. like there was a moment at work where someone was speaking spanish and one of the other girls was like can you stop speaking spanish because that sounds crazy and i wanted to, i i had half of mind to be like but and if we come for you about your english then we're the assholes
1: mm. <laughs>
0: but effort is being is being had on both sides like and then it, it made it, it made me feel it, like, and i was just was just an onlooker i was just watching this happen like between my staff and i was like at least i literally was like at least i have the confidence to speak spanish even though it might right. not be as clean as you think it is i'm like you're speaking spanish from the campo you think that shit is textbook spanish I always love all it. of our I spanish is people ugly
1: with their broken down spanish try to correct other, other people pe- I love that. It's
0: my favorite. I'm just like, what? And I was, But then for me, I realized that is an insecurity that I still haven't dealt with because they're telling these parents that are coming to talk to me, oh, but she doesn't speak Spanish. Who the fuck told you I don't speak Spanish? I don't speak it in front of y'all, but I can speak Spanish. Like, I.
1: I uh, so the parents
0: are coming to my office like, hi, permiso. I'm like, yeah, how can I help you? Oh no, uh, uh, you know, because they told me that you don't speak, that you don't speak a lot of Spanish. I said no, I don't, but we can teach each other. Yeah. What can I help you with? Like for you to like, and then but the thing is, is that this person is doing it because she lost control. She's no longer in control because I am now. So she's like, oh, how do I keep that? The parents still gonna have to need me because I can speak Spanish fluently. She can't speak Spanish fluently. Baby Google Translate. Got it. You know, (laughs) baby.
1: (laughs) The way that I be calling these clients on the phone, and I'm like, Wendy. Let's start there.
0: <laughs> right, you know what I mean? But anyway, sorry, I digress. Keep going. So learning the language you and your friend are. Yeah, okay. learning
1: the language. Um, I'm going to be somewhere where, you know, access to a lot of things is not a thing. Um, you know, like, for instance, like, even as something as simple, I just, I do, I've i been watching a lot of YouTube videos about, like, how to live there and, and what to expect. Um, and something as simple as just, like, an Amazon, you know, that place called an amazon um warehouse, warehouse whatever um you you know how we have amazon so accessible to us and like i order everything off of amazon and they don't have that like you're waiting days if not weeks for something that's like damn like um you definitely need a car um you know the temperature is another level so all these factors that i'm just like <sighs> i don't know if this is what i want to do but i definitely know that i'm done with the east coast i'm done with winter i'm done with Everything, um the mentality, the always having to stay busy, the always having to work and work all these jobs and still not even be able to afford an apartment. Like, I'm just tired of that. Mm. So that's what's pushing me more and more, like, take... Let me tell you guys, um if you're an American and you know your shit, you can literally go to any other country and you can win. Like, I remember growing up um da- in the dance world, they always would tell us, like, if you guys go to, like, China or Japan, like, they will eat you guys up. Like, they will book you. They will, you know, as long as you're talented and you know your shit and you know how to get into these rooms, they will, you will make money. And, like, I know I know a lot of dancers who did that. One of my friends um, went over to Turkey, and he, like, was, he's a celebrity there. Like, he can go to Turkey now, and they will take pictures with him, and I'm like, you, all he did was dance. Like, that's insane to me. But it's like, you just need to know where you need to go. And mm. he left um, and he backpacked across, you know, I don't know where he started, but all over Europe. And, like, that's inspiring to me. That's also something that I have in the back of my mind. Like, just work, you know, stay here another year, save up, and be out. But I want to... I want people to look at me and be like, yo, I want, like, this kid lives his life so free. Like, mm. he just goes for it. And that's, that's how I want to live life. Like, yeah. and I want people to see those things and, and think to themselves, like, I don't need to stay here because I have a good job. I don't need to stay here because this is the way life is. Like, that mentality is so draining. And if you are young and you are listening to this, um, like, Not only, you know, school. School's a great option if you want to travel. Not even
0: young, though. But, like, if you have the means, like, you have nothing holding you back.
1: Then go. And if if this is, if you're sitting there and you're like, yo, this is a message. like This is a sign? This is your sign, baby. Because... When it's time to go, babes, everything in your world, in your version of your world, in your eyes, in your mind is going to force you out. That is how the universe works. It will get rid of the negative and only make you focus on what you need to focus on. And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that time to come. Mm -hmm. Because before New York, yo, everything, before I moved to New York the first time, everything went left. Like I spent two months just everything going left, losing my apartment, losing my job, like losing uh, having to leave the dance companies I was in. Like I literally I I was at the fucking Boston bombings like the Boston bombings happens two weeks before this. And I was like, this is like not this is me being dramatic, but I just was like, like literally the world around me is telling me, like, you got to get the fuck out of here like you're done. Mm -hmm. you're done it's a wrap um i kept having dreams about it i kept thinking about it it was like an obsession until i got there and i moved to new york with only seven hundred dollars in my pocket and i stayed there for six years like it is absolutely possible people think like i need you know ten thousand dollars twelve thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars you can always put an amount to what you need baby but if you really want to do something you're going to figure it out Mm. right because what are we taught we're taught to work Use your hands, get a job. One thing I know how to do, baby, is I'm gonna find a job. Mm I'm gonna find it. If I gotta flip a burger, bro, I'm gonna flip the burger for 60 hours a week until I find something. Because one thing I'm not going to do is fail, right? Failure is never an option, especially when you leave. Like when I went to LA, the first month in, I already knew I I didn't wanna stay there. Mm. Like nothing. The way that LA is soulless. You cannot go to L.A. and, like, find the things that you find here. It's so different. And it's this feeling of just, like, you got to be, like, mentally prepared for this shit out here. Because they say, like, um, the devil resides in L.A. <laughs> um, and I truly believe that. Yeah. I experienced it. And, and after six months, I had a mental breakdown. And I was like, yo, I got to go home. I never felt that feeling like I need to be in Lawrence. I need I need to have brother's pizza. I need to go to Fakin Garden. Like these things that just was like I had hidden in the back of my head were just coming to the forefront and it was just like I got to go home. But I would have never found that out if I would have never left. You know, and I think to wrap it up is kind of just like go. Go. If you think this is your sign, if you're sitting there and you're like, yo, this is what I needed to hear today, then go because the more that you weigh, baby, paja. you know what's <laughs> waiting for you.
0: Bills, bills, bills. No, baby,
1: bills, not bills, even bills. that. What's waiting for you is the inevitable. The time that you come that you have to pass. And you don't want your time to come and you never got to live those things, those wild thoughts that you have in your head, right? Those yeah. that's crazy times that you have. So
0: create those memories. And I think that if you're scared because of what your family might think fuck them sit like and then if you have the relationship I said that nanina yeah. fuck them if you have the relationship <laughs> to sit down and talk to them like I want to experience this life like I want to see what else is out there then have those conversations but if they are just not they're just not budging then go yeah for sure go i will
1: tell you everyone in my family said the same thing you're fucking crazy Yep. You're crazy. How are you going to do that? How are you going to go? You need to...
0: But it's fucked up, though, because if you end up being successful when you do leave, then they brag on you. I, ah, yeah, so-and-so moved here. But the, the and they journey, do this now, and they do just that say, now, and I'm like... Did let
1: you? me just say, the journey is fucking lonely. Mm. And if you don't know how to be alone, you will not survive. And
0: this is why leaving your hometown and creating that individuality and learning how to survive is so important. And that's not to say that you need to move across the country whatever. You can do that. Listen, if it you're can 18, be the next city. If over. you're 18 and you're listening to this and you're going to college, use that time. Try not to come home every weekend. Stay there. Really like get a grasp on what it is. Get familiar to with what yes. your area.
1: Get familiar with mm-hmm. the landmarks. Get familiar mm-hmm. with everything. Like, my first, I would have never came home my first year if my dad didn't die. Like, I was on a no-contact zone. Like, I was not calling my mom the first six months. My mom was like, you're never going to come back and visit? I was like, no. Like, what am I going to go visit? You need to come out here. Yeah. There ain't nothing for me to see over there. I've seen everything I needed to see you in can this city. You stand right
0: here and see everything you got to see.
1: So. You know
0: what I mean? But all that to say, we came to this because we saw this post that said leaving your home in your your hometown in your twenties is a life hack. And with that, if you are a young person and or wherever you are in life right now. Um, I highly suggest you create a plan to move away from your hometown, leaving the typical norms you grew up with will help you develop as an individual and force you to grow in ways staying home is just not going to do for you. Your environment plays a huge role in how you feel, what you think, how you carry yourself, who you hang out with, what you care about and what you do. Once you switch your environment, you switch your focus. You make friends based on common interests instead of growing up together. I can't stress this enough. Get out of your hometown, even if it's not forever. Move, travel, see the world. There's more to life than the same 10 people in the same two bars that you've been attending.
1: Yeah. Hey, everything on that was was absolutely true. I will second it. And um, yeah, if, if this is your sign, baby, go. And if you need advice or anything, feel free to DM me. I, mm. you know, I. I figured it out. You can figure it out too. Everyone is capable of doing it. Absolutely. And failure is not an option. Just because you have to move back home, baby, that doesn't mean that you fail. That means that you learn. But
0: if you're going to fail, fail forward.
1: Period. Period. And on that note, we'll close this section out and head over to our last section, which is. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, welcome to Reposar, which is the part of the show where we are going to leave you with all the feel-goods, any announcements that we might have, and always, per usual, affirmations. So, do you want to start?
1: I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to use this Drake lyric that stuck out to me um, while listening to that very toxic album that he dropped. Um, he said something along the lines of, like, if being real was a crime, then I'd be in trouble my whole life. And I was like, yo, that's literally me. Like, yo, I'm always in trouble because my mouth just talks and I don't think. And I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like, if I'm honest, then I'm just telling you to raw, wrong. But
0: you're not even, like, malicious about it, which is wild.
1: I, s- you haven't seen.
0: I'm sure you can be.
1: <laughs> but... Sometimes, uh, you know, I, I've had to apologize for things, but at the same time, I'm just like, I am going to apologize, but in the back of my head, I'm like, bitch, you can't. It's the truth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
0: Um, Just like I ended last uh, section, fail forward, um, because that just means that when you get up, now you've seen the mistakes, and then you can keep pushing forward. Failure isn't a bad thing. Failure is a marker that there is still growth that needs to be had so by failing forward you're still going to keep pushing while growing as you continue to move through life so i will say fail forward
1: all right y'all so i just want to thank all of our subscribers for tuning in this week uh if you guys can please repost any little sound bites that you can from this um that would be amazing we can't post video um about these episodes um for numerous reasons. But obviously, you can't also you also can't screen record, which is super annoying. Mm. Like sc- Spotify doesn't let you screen record the subscriber episodes I tried, it doesn't work. Um but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and we will see our subscribers, our special subscribers in 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Think see so. you guys next one. My name is Rosales and I'm blasting off.
0: And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks.
1: Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.